Hey everyone, welcome to Taking the Pulse, a healthcare and life sciences podcast. I'm Heather Hoops Matthews here in the studio with Dara Coleman, Nexon Pruitt healthcare attorney. Dara, it's good to be with you. It's great to see you, Heather. Tell me about this. I'm hearing more and more when you guys are talking about healthcare law and you start mentioning the wellness industry. So is this new to just me? Well, I, I hope it's not new to everyone, but we've talked so much about the healthcare crisis um, during the um, COVID pandemic. And wellness is the way that we prevent getting to the crisis. Th- these are the different things that we can do to take care of ourselves, whether it's a colonoscopy or a healthcare screening. But today we're going to talk about things that we can do to take care of our mental health wellness needs. And we're so lucky to have Ashley Shaw with us to talk about her innovative approach to mental health wellness and life coaching. That's right. Ashley is the Executive Clinical Director at 3C Wellness up in North Carolina, and she's going to be joining us today. So stay with us on Taking the Pulse. Welcome back, everyone. We're pleased today to have joined with us Ashley Shaw, she is the Executive Clinical Director at 3C Wellness, based in North Carolina, and she helps millennials, Gen Zers, highly motivated professionals, families, and students in various stages of their career and life. And she's helping them with life transitions, goal achievement, while addressing other needs, as Dara mentioned earlier, mental health care needs, etc. So Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, To start us off, tell us a little bit about your professional background and how 3C Wellness may look a little different than what patients have seen before. Yes, definitely. So um, professionally, I started off um, going back to NC State where I graduated with my Bachelor of Social Work and my Master's of Social Work. After that, I was able to step my foot into, uh, you know, different different roles. Um, Some of my most significant roles, though, where I was an intensive in-home team lead, um, where I got to work with families, youth, worked in therapeutic foster care, um, intensive alternative family treatment. Um, I was able to move into a program development role um, for about two years. And I really developed a love over the past, within my professional experience, I developed a love for um, really seeing how, how valuable, hey, this is like how valuable mental health clinicians are um, whenever, you know, I don't know, whenever people take advantage of us as a resource, um, to be honest. Um, I've heard some great stories, um, and but I know, digress in a little bit. But yes, yeah, so professionally, I got a lot of experience and I took that experience, that program development experience, um, that clinical experience, and I applied it to developing and starting 3C Wellness. And with 3C Wellness, one thing that I really, really wanted to convey, I wanted to come up, come off to the clients that we serve is that we're not just offering quality evidence-based counseling services, um, but we also understand the, the importance of integrating other programs and collaborating with other partners so that we can address other needs that you might have. So some people may not feel like they need just mental health counseling. Everyone doesn't need mental health counseling. <laughs> um, mental health counseling is driven by or guided by a, a mental health diagnosis. And 
some people aren't going to meet criteria for it. Um, and so it may be more appropriate for you to meet with someone who is a coach like myself, who has specialized training in mental health, but they're not treating you for mental health. And in addition to that, the, the third C is consulting, which is another passion of mine, which is helping other clinicians, like mental health clinicians like myself, to develop their experiences so that they can be quality clinicians for, for you or for other, for other clients that we may serve. So I feel like that kind of, that not even kind of, that's what makes 3C Wellness unique is that we do take such, such a unique approach to um, providing support to you and to, to other clients. Well, Ashley, you've talked a lot about what you describe as your blessed experience and the diversity of, of your educational and clinical experiences. Was there something specific that motivated you to offer a more holistic approach to your, your clients and patients? How would you describe um, what motivated you to bring about 3C Wellness? Yeah, yeah. Dara, that's a really... That's a really good question. I, I I always go back to some some key moments that I had as a clinician in my various roles that I held. Um, one in particular, I can remember um, facilitating substance abuse groups and wanting to offer other other ways that clients could get like some pro-social engagement, um, ways that they can um, practice some of the coping skills that we're teaching them as it related to mental health and as it related to substance abuse. And I just knew I, I held on to that. I was like, I, I know whenever I do step into an entrepreneurial role that I want to be able to offer that as a, as a, as something to help my clients. Cause I mean, yes, you come to me, you see me once a week or in for community-based mental health. When I was in intensive and home, I saw you two, sometimes three times a week, but I wanted to be able to offer the resources that I'm seeking out. And so I said, what better way to be able to offer that than to have it all in-house. So that, that was, that was something in particular that really did motivate me to want to take a more, in my, in my perspective, my, my opinion, a more unique approach to offering support and mental health um, support as in particular. Well, speaking of unique, you mentioned it briefly, but the walk and talk therapy, explain what it is and, and, and what made you come up with it? Yes, definitely. So I can't take all the credit for walk and talk therapy. <laughs> I didn't create the name. Um, I, I remember during the peak of the pandemic, um, when um, a lot was happening during, during the pandemic. I mean, um, we're still kind of in it, coming off of, out of it, but um, I remember, again, trying to find creative ways to remain engaged with our clients. And there was a point in time where, you know, when things were kind of fizzling um, as it related to people's comfort levels with going back out in the community. I remember just having conversations with clients and asking them like, you know, would you be open to, you know, meeting up um, at the park or do you go on walks often? Really just kind of seeing what is it that my clients like to do prior to the pandemic that they were no longer able to do because of COVID and walk and talk therapy I Googled, I researched, I talked to some professionals and I was like, you know, I think this is something that could really, really be a benefit 
to the clients that we serve. I wasn't even thinking of it as being like, oh, this would make 3C so unique because I don't see a, lo a lot of other clinicians offering it. It was very, very client driven. And whenever I presented the opportunity, you know, I got clients who were like, oh my gosh, like I really would love to do this. Like we talked about how we would handle confidentiality and it's really no different than you come into my office. Um, the only, I'll say, the only difference is that, you know, we're mutually agreeing that, hey, this is where we're going to meet up. Um, we're talking about the benefits of um, the walk and talk therapy um, and, and what they feel like they could gain. And yeah, we, we move forward accordingly, you know, and it, it's good. It's really worked for some clients. The clients that have taken advantage of it, they, they really enjoy it. So Ashley, it sounds like it's really important for you to know who your clients are and meeting them where they are. So let us know a little bit about who it is that you're working with, because the walk and talk therapy is great for some folks, but it might not work for everyone else. Who are your clients and how is it exactly that you're helping them move forward in their journey to wellness? Yes. Okay. So our clients vary. Um, we work with highly motivated professionals. Um, when I say highly motivated professionals, I'll, let me specify that. So again, going back to the peak of the pandemic or during the pandemic, because ironically, that's when 3C Wellness started. <laughs> um, um, but going back there, I remember getting an influx of referrals from people from various professions, not even like just you know doctors um, or other therapists um, I, I was getting calls from people who worked in these re in the restaurants and in the the grocery stores that we so heavily depended on during the pandemic and a common thing that came up was work-life balance mm -hmm. navigating this I'm burning out I'm tired I increase of depression like increasing anxiety as it related to related to possibly getting sick and um, just the, the stresses of work. So um, when I say highly motivated professionals, I mean anyone who is working, who, you know, want, who knows that they want to, um, to work and they need to work, but um, maybe there's some barriers that come up that just make them feel a little burned out sometimes. Um, so we work with highly motivated professionals, um, millennials, um, when I say millennials, we're talking about, you know, that age group where it's like maybe 20 to 20, 20 on up um, to maybe like 45. Um, we work with adolescents. Um, I, in particular, really enjoy working with adolescents. Um, and another demographic that we really work with are individuals who are living with co-occurring disorders. So not just mental health. We work with people who are living with um substance use, because I don't know if you know, but substance use was on the rise during the pandemic as well. Of course, I'm going to keep going back to the pandemic because that's when we started. Like that's where we, you know, our foundation is. So, um, so yeah, and it, and it just, that's pretty much the demographic that we're working with. We enjoy working with, and I specialize in working with individuals living with ADHD, individuals with anxiety, depression, um, and then of course, post-traumatic stress disorder too, as well. What is the difference, and this is going to sound like a dumb question, but I'm curious, what is the difference between coaching and counseling? That's not a dumb question at all. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Not them at all. Um, so pretty much with the, the main difference between um, coaching and counseling is that counseling is something that's done by a licensed professional who is treating, diagnosing, um, basically, and they're diagnosing you with a mental health diagno diagnosis that's um, present in what's called our DSM-5. That's like our our guide for diagnosing. With coaching, on the other hand, it's not treatment driven. It's not, um, although it is goal or goal oriented, it's goal driven, just like with counseling, it's goal driven. With coaching, you do not have to have a license. Um, mainly with coaching, it's guided more so by experience. Um, so let's say for me, I, I enjoy working with a certain population. Um, and so I can offer that support in the form of coaching to where I'm not asking for insurance um, or diagnosing you. So you you can do you could do both. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Mm -hmm. So, Ashley, you mentioned earlier that the need for mental health services has increased during COVID. And, and that's what prompted you to start this business. We can recognize that and we understand that substance use disorder has increased during COVID. But even in light of this increased demand, we understand there are still some barriers to folks seeking services. How can we overcome those obstacles so that we can help people actually get the services they need, whether it's coaching or counseling? How do we help people avail themselves of the services that are available? Yeah. Are you are you asking like how, how you can help people or are you? Any of us, the professional community or um, those of us who are lay people, how do we help people overcome the stigma that you alluded to earlier? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, education. Um, really, really being aware that um, mental health is just as important as physical health is they go together. You can't neglect your physical health and expect for your mental health to be thriving um, it, and, and vice versa. And I think that over, over time, not even just with the pandemic, but just over the past couple of years, we've, there's been an increase in recognizing the, the correlation of the two. And so as professionals, um, anyone listening, um, something that you can do to help someone else with understanding that mental health is important is just, you know, connecting them with resources like, um, like they, for example, they can speak to a mental health therapist um, through doing like a free consultation. If there's some fear around speaking with a mental health therapist, maybe even exploring coaching which I didn't, I didn't touch on this, but you know, um, coaching, coaching to me has helped with addressing the stigma as it relates to seeking mental health services as well, because sometimes people don't affiliate the stigma of mental health with coaching. Um, and so when you go to a coach, they don't diagnose so that, but they can see if there's something else going on. And so if they're like, hey, you might wanna to speak to a mental health therapist because of these reasons, that's how the, the two connect. And um, so that's another resource. Um, there are, 
I don't know, you know, if you're on social media, like there's therapist influencers that could be good, um, you know, good people to follow. Um, and even visiting 3C Wellness, our, like our website, like you can see some information. We're actually updating our website to reflect like some more um, resources so that people who are just perusing, you know, they have a have a resource. They have somewhere where they can learn a little bit more about mental health. And you have a team, right? If we go to your website, we'll see that it's not just Ashley Shaw, that you have an entire team of professionals, correct? Yes, ma'am. I do. Yes, I do. Um, I love them. I care about them dearly. They do such a great job. Um, all of them are licensed clinical social workers. Um, it just happened that way. <laughs> but they're all licensed clinical social workers. One is actually a license, a dually licensed clinical social worker and um, clinical addiction specialist um, provisional. All of them are provisional licensees. Um, but yeah, we, we're open and we're accepting of um, referrals. And you can make the referrals through our website or you can call us. Well, Ashley, this has been, you know, it's so great to see your passion. It's been fun to watch your passion as you talk about this for me. And I've learned a lot as well. I, and, you know, this might seem odd, but Dare, I think one of the good things of the pandemic is we are talking about mental health more. Absolutely. And, you know, hopefully that will get rid of the stigma. So I um, thank you, Ashley, for joining us today. It's, it's been a pleasure to hear about 3C Wellness Wish you much success. For those of you who have tuned into the podcast, be sure to check out her website and stay with us for next time on Taking the Pulse, a healthcare and life sciences podcast.